with you today. And this is a subject that I'm really passionate about, that I know something about, but don't know a lot about. And I'm excited to bring on, of course, my pals, Duke and Amy, uh, to talk about this. Today, we're going to talk about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And as everyone knows, coming up in May, there's going to be some inductees. There should be some inductees that go into the Hall of Fame. So one of the things we wanted to talk about today is who's in, who maybe shouldn't be in, who's out, who should be in, and what are just our general thoughts on the overall process. So where I really wanted to start, before I give you some of my thoughts, Duke and Aim, how are you guys doing today? Ladies first. <laughs> doing pretty well. Definitely doing pretty well. Lo- loving Glad to hear that. that. It's, yeah, loving that the light is still shining outside. That could be a song. Dookie, how are you doing, pal? <laughs> I'm doing all right. Yesterday we had, was it? No, it was Friday. We had the craziest wind. Like, it was a beautiful day. It was like 72 degrees, 75 degrees, something like that. And it was March 20 whatever, which is highly unusual to have 70 something in March. But the wind gusts were something like, I don't know, 60 mile an hour wind gusts. And right. I don't know where this where this wind came from, but there's no way damage didn't happen. Did you see any damage or trees down or anything like that by you guys? No, actually, no, interestingly enough, no, no I, I didn't. I didn't either. But that's that wind that would that we were getting was from um, like the Gulf of Mexico. That's why it was such a warm temperature. Very well, nice, welcome, welcome to the Northeast. I like your temperature. <laughs> well, good for you. Good for you. That, that's cool. That's good to know. So listen, folks, let's get into this. So this is my original thought was, and I was, I was always curious about this Duke and AIM. I'm going to call you DNA. Um, okay. <laughs> what, I was always, what I was always interested in, when we sat down and we kind of brainstormed, we're going to talk about this subject. What I wanted to know and where I'm going to start us off at is I wanted to know what is the criteria for who gets in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Because everyone knows that there's some controversy about genres, artists, and so forth and so on. So I wanted to start us off with a really good quote, which absolutely tells me nothing. And this is what gets my blood boiling. This is coming from the president of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame himself. And it says, quote, nomination and induction into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is not about popularity, record sales, which label the group is on or anything else or anything other than the process below for the love of the evaluation of, and the impact of any artist are subjective questions to be answered by the nominees, by the nominators, I should say, and the voters. And I think this is a, this is where this strikes home with me. Unlike baseball, football, basketball, or hockey statistics are not relevant. And then he goes on to say that the only official or the only formal criteria uh, for the performance category, and there are four of them, but we don't need to get that far, is that an artist has to have had their first record 25 years ago. Now, as everyone knows, in May of this year, there's a whole laundry list of people, great artists, they're going to be, they're up for induction. And I'm just going to read, uh, I'll go down the list very quickly, uh, and I hope I don't mispronunciate, uh, mispro- I don't mispronounce <laughs> some of the, how do you like that? I must have misremembered that, folks. Mispronunciate, I like that. Yeah, I hope I don't mispronounce any of these names. But we That's have Mary great. Mary Blige, Kate Bush, Devo, Foo Fighters, The Go-Go's, Iron Maiden, Jay-Z, Shaka Khan, uh, Carol King, <laughs> Fela Kuti, Sorry. I think that's how you say it, LL Cool J, New York Dolls, Rage Against the Machine, Todd Rundgren, Tina Turner, 
and Dionne Warwick. Now, before I give you my thoughts, Duke and Amy, very quickly, I just want to note, just going down that list, that still, there's no Pat Benatar, there's still no Dave Matthews, there's still no Soundgarden, there's still no Judas Priest, there's still no Thin Lizzy, there's still no Motorhead, and one of my favorite of all time artists, there's still no Huey Lewis. So, where I want to start is when we thought about this, I said that where we want to start five times. Where I want to begin is what is up with the criteria? <laughs> there is no criteria. There's there is no nothing. Criteria. Be, there, there's no criteria. This is all subjective because you know something hall of fame. You're wrong. You should go with numbers. You should go with statistics. And I'll use my, my first example, which is the group Chicago who were not inducted until 2016. And if I recall correctly, I think they had sold 50 million records by then. And I don't care who the artist is, Duke and Amy DNA. I don't care who the artist is and what you think of them. If you're able to sell 50 million records, you deserve to be in the rock and roll hall of fame. Just like by way of analogy, if you are able to have 3000 hits as a baseball player, you're in the baseball hall of fame. So with that Duke, let me pass it over to you and let me get your thoughts on the overall process before we talk about some of the some of the nominees here, but when, in, in just preparing for this, it's outrageous. Duke, your thoughts on the process. I'm not passionate about it, but I will say, because I know some people are, I will say that the entire process is somewhat hogwash. And the reason I call it hogwash, because I like that word hogwash, um, but it's a, it's a load of crap because... Um, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is misleading. You're calling you're calling this entity the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and yet there are a lot of artists that are worthy of being inducted to a Hall of Fame of pop music or, you know, socially accepted music, but rock and roll, I wouldn't consider Nina Simone rock and roll. I wouldn't consider a lot of these artists I wouldn't consider Whitney Houston rock and roll. You know, there's a lot of these artists are not rock artists. They're, you know, and, and when I was a kid, I thought rock and roll was, that was fifties music. You know, it was like heavy <laughs> metal. Like Elvis Presley, right? Yeah. Heavy metal isn't what I consider rock and roll. Heavy metal is a different, yes, it's a subgenre. But my point is that the label of rock and roll hall of fame in it of itself is misleading they should strip the name Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and call it Pop Music Hall of Fame or something other than because... just music. Perfect. Amy did it. There you go, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, um, formerly known as the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Amy just fixed your problem. The Music Hall of Fame. There. Okay? Now anybody we want can go in there. Now, Amy, Amy, let me ask Amy, let me ask you a question as a, as a female and as a female singer as well. Can you explain to me? And again, folks, I'll, I'll preface speaking for all three of us. We are not disparaging any artist. Everyone has their opinion. We're not criticizing. I guess we are criticizing, but we are not disparaging any artist by making uh, statements like the one I'm going to make. But yeah, can you explain yet. to me, Amy? We will, because the, <laughs> I think the Duke Clement trio should be in the Hall of Fame. Right. I did say it. Um, but the music, Amy, let me, let me ask you this much. How can you explain that Pat Benatar is not in yet Joan Jett who did have a great career, a short career, but a great career. How can you explain that Joan Jett is and Pat Benatar isn't? 
So to me, that's completely unexplainable. Uh, it's interesting that you said that because when we were discussing this topic, Pat Benatar was actually my choice that I wanted to speak about because she, I'm a big fan of Pat Benatar. Um, she dominated that era of rock and roll. Um, she just, she was just a humongous name and I cannot believe that till this day she's been kind of snubbed that that honor of being the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Um, to to answer your question, how is Joan Jett and she is not? I, I really can't answer that because I think that it's very uh, subjective. I think that it's all based on opinion. And if it were me making that decision, while Joan Jett is great, she's not Pat Benatar. Can That's I just my take? Can I interject? I believe that this is completely political. I think it's because uh, Pat Benatar believes that children, um, hell is for children, yet Joan Jett believes that she loves rock and roll. Then that's the reason. <laughs> well, Duke, let me throw something at you. Perhaps the, perhaps <laughs> one, the most... Con th that was pretty good, Dukey. Um, that still gets a Duke Lamentrio in there as far as I'm concerned. But let me ask you, let me ask you one of the more controversial figures that I don't think it's even debatable that he's not in there is John Bon Jovi. Talk about that coming from Jersey. Talk about that. How is JBJ not in there, Dookie? Oh, I'm not the person to ask on that one. Wait, can I answer that question? You asked Duke, but I'd like to, I'd like to speak to that a little bit. Please do. Please so go ahead. So John Bon Jovi. You may, ha you may have my five minutes. <laughs> well, thank you for giving me your time. <laughs> the floor recognizes Amy. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so John Bon, now we're in New Jersey. So we are all very familiar with John Bon Jovi as well as just the band Bon Jovi. But I wonder, Bon Jovi, if that name was mentioned in, let's just say, Texas or Arkansas, would people really be able to speak to who Bon Jovi is like we here in New Jersey can do? So I think that some of the reason with the whole Bon Jovi thing is because we're local people and we say, how could he not be in it? But does everybody around the entire country know Bon Jovi? Like we know Bon Jovi? Or in, does the entire country know Billy Joel? Like we in this tri-state area know Billy Joel coming from New York. It's just, that's, that's what uh, I wonder. I will answer you this way. I used to think the same thing until I asked that question about Bruce Springsteen to people on the West coast. And uh, Springsteen is extremely popular in the Midwest, very popular on the West coast. I don't know. I just think that the problem Duke I'll throw this, this one at you. The problem I have, and again, they said in their own words, we don't care about statistics, so let's throw that out. Mm -hmm. But if you're going to talk about heavy metal, for example, how can you have Iron Maiden in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and Judas Priest not? I just don't understand how you can, how you can do this. And actually, if I really want to really get into this, uh, Amy, how can Carol King not be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Oh. I, I can't answer that question because that just really baffles me. Carol well, King baffles me as well as Pat Benatar. It, I'm just like lost. I don't get it. However, I, I'm sorry. Sorry, Duke. I'll just answer this one question. Yeah, and yeah. It's all, it's all I, yours. No, you might, um, your five may not even be up yet. I shouldn't have. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> 
Pat Benatar's rock and roll or rock. Right. Where Carol King is definitely, she's more like a pop artist. Mm-hmm. Um, now, a lot of this is, you said at the very beginning, we all have like the genre controversy. If you go through the list of people that are nominated for this year in particular, there are, I have it in front of me, there is not one that I would consider real, true rock and roll. They're all rhythm and blues. Um, there's rap. There's uh, soul. I don't see any rock and roll being well, heavy, nominated. There's for the heavy metal. Heavy metal, yeah. Um, you know, like the Foo Fighters, that's pop. Oh, I love the Foo Fighters. So that is where the true question is what is the rock and roll hall of fame is it just music or is it real rock and roll because if it's real rock and roll and none of the people on this list including one of my favorites carol king should be on this list well duke let me ask you this much what i the one believe it or else that the one uh nominee that i almost found uh, offensive is i assume you both are aware that there's a brand new documentary coming out about tina turner and her efforts and her put, putting aside the music, her struggles and her efforts to deal in the business, in the music business, and to, to put Tina Turner on the list in 2021, in my opinion, is outrageous. Mm-hmm. I, and Dion Warwick, we're putting Dion Warwick in in 2021? That woman should have been in there 10, 15 years ago. Totally. So I, I, I wonder what I question, and I think, I, and again, I don't mean to keep, I don't mean to bring this up again. But what I question is, if you're going to talk about the impact on music, which is highly subjective, I still cannot get over Chicago was not put in until 2016. If you can't tell me for the early influences of rock and roll percussion, uh, uh, Duke can talk, Duke can attest to the, to the impact that uh, the on drummers and and some of the musical 25 or six to four, some of the some of the great music that was put out that they didn't have an influence so great that it took the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame to 2016, which quite frankly, if you guys remember it, I think it was the tidal wave of, of their fans that finally put it over the top. And I wonder in this case with Tina Turner, was it the same thing? So Duke, I'll go back to you. With this being so subjective, do you think that some of these people ultimately are being put on the list and finally being inducted whether they want them or not because of public opinion, even though they say it doesn't count? Uh, with no joking, I think that a lot of it has to do with politics. I think a lot of people are like, wait a minute, we can't look too white. We've got to make sure we have enough R&B people. It's an equal amount, you know, or right. I, I, could be com- I could be completely wrong, but that's one, a- one possible aspect. The other possible aspect, uh, uh, other problem, which, um, which relates to what we were talking about earlier is because it's not defined, because the genre... Like I'm, I'm curious. Years one through ten, were they all rock and roll artists, or were there R and B artists? Were there um, rap artists? Were there like what? Who is in? How many? How many artists are inducted each year? Do you know? I well, there's seven, not. A, there's believe, not a. Right? No, there is yeah, a I don't, limit. I believe it's seven, right? There's a limit, yes. But the thing is, though, remember the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and continue with your thought, dude, because it's a good one began in, in the 80s, 83, I believe it was. It was 83 or 86, but it began in the 80s. So by by thinking about that, I would think you'd have to assume, Duke, that there were no rap artists in the 80s. At least I don't remember. Oh, that, 
Uh, run DMC. Well, run DMC, who I, who I do believe is in there. But the contemporary rap, like, for example, if you want to talk about, if you want to get into, and again, their words, not mine. If you want to talk about an impact, look at the impact that Drake has had. Now, granted, he has not had that long a career, but he's had a huge impact. Why is Drake not in there? Jay-Z? I don't know. You tell me. Jay-Z as a businessman has been incredibly influential but you as just an said, artist. I think you said is. one of the um, criteria is that they've had one album released. No, no, no. Right. No, what I said was, no, the criteria is that their first record had to have been t- more than 25 years ago. Oh, right. okay. But, but, and again, and again, if that's the only criteria you have, the problem, and putting that aside, because obviously I don't think, I don't, I don't memorize it, but I don't think the Drake's album, Drake hasn't been around that long. But the problem I have is, how could you simply say that record sales, which can be measured in units, which is objective, how is that irrelevant? I, I don't understand how that's irrelevant because I go back to what I said to you at the top. I don't understand what the criteria is here. And I don't think anyone, quite frankly, it doesn't seem like you guys understand what it is either, which is not a criticism. Just well, let me, yeah. Duke, Duke, let me ask you a very direct question. Do you think that there are uh, agendas and ulterior motives for selecting the inductees? Um, in, in some small fashion, I would think so, because I think politics gets into everything. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean politics as in, you know, political parties. I mean, politics within the industry, um, as well as, you know, social politics. So. Right. Right. I understand. I understood what you meant by that. Yeah. Well, I told you guys, if you guys have a name, I, the one that I, I just cannot believe. And again, um, uh, Huey Lewis, you can't tell me for the eighties for pop music, for all the hits they had, that that was not an impact of that decade. I don't know if you guys have any names that are not in there that you think there should be, but I just look at some of these names and I think that they're, I think that they're inconsistent because I think some of them are, are essentially the same group. And, and again, I don't say it to disparage anyone, but what did Devo do? Do we, either you know what did Devo do to deserve I, to be I in the could, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know even one song. Not even one. Well, they, they had that song Whip It, which, Duke, do you remember what year that was? Whip I don't. It good? Whip It yes. Good. Dun, 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 right. Dun, dun, okay. Whatever. <laughs> they had one. They had one song, but I I don't know what they've done, and I don't. And I almost think, no disrespect to Devo, to put them on the list with Tina Turner and Don, and Dionne Warwick, really? And Carol King, and, and Carol King. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. Now it's probably good they're not measuring record sales because there are no more record sales. But um, I don't know, folks. It, it when we talked about this, you know, the list is coming out. It, they're going to be inducting in May, but. Uh, let me ask you both this much. What do you think, what is your perception of what the public, from what you've heard from talking to musicians, talking to non-musicians, talking to music consumers, what do you think most people, forget about industry people, what do you think most people, do you think they give it any kind of credibility? Oh, all right. So like like the layman, let's say, people who are not yes. in the music industry, I would... I would say they probably do give it credibility, but those who know a little bit more look at it just like Duke just described is like, you know, you throw your hands in the air, like don't know why they're there, but they're there for a reason. And it has probably, it's the political thing. Um, 
And I'm not saying that a lot of these people lack talent. It's just if you're going for something like a Hall of Fame, there should be more um, strict criteria to get in there. It shouldn't just be, you know, politically related. Um, getting back to Pat Benatar, the mm. fact that she's not there just blows my mind. Mm. Really blows my mm. mind. Yeah. Well, the the other, the other thing that's going to be interesting, Duke, is when some of these, and you know, one of the, or it's not even debatable, one of the hottest genres right now is country. And mm-hmm. it's going to be very interesting to see how that's going to break into this because you have some people out there like George Strait. Now, I don't know if George Strait is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame or not, but if you ever want to see some mind-blowing statistics, uh, depends how much you know about country music, you should look up George Strait and see all the accomplishments he's had. So I think that's going to be interesting to see how some of, like, for example, maybe 10, 15 years from now when Luke Bryan's and I guess these other people mature, so to speak, to come up with that 25-year rule. But I don't know. I don't know. you got a lot of... Just seems like there's a lot of inconsistency here, so I don't I don't know, folks. Yeah. I, I I have to be honest with both of you. I was disappointed when I uh, started to prepare for this because I I I always suspected there was something um, awry with this whole process. But now that I read it and really put some names to it, I give it myself zero credibility. Uh, and, and again, that's not um, and that's n- and that's nothing against the artists. They are tremendous. They're all talented. The problem is the inconsistency is just so it's just all over the place. And again, um, there seems to be no explanation. And it just seems like every time we turn around, when an explanation is demanded, you got, you kind of get a moving target. Duke. So I looked up while we were talking here, I looked up a lot of these older artists. Um, Carol King was actually, um, I guess, inducted as a writer. But not as a, I, not as an actual singer. Correct. So yeah. So, and to me that's valid. So maybe I'm being a little hard on them. I mean, uh, you know, shame on me. I should have I should have known this before I made my comment. You know, but it makes good drama. <laughs> well, I think that um, you brought up country music, Ken. Um, one of my favorite country artists is Bonnie Raitt. And I was, so I looked her up and I was very surprised actually to find her in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because she is as country as country gets. Hmm. So it surprised me. Yeah, it's like blues country. Hmm. um, I'm curious. It's not COVID folks, I promise. Well, Amy, you brought a really good point early on. Sorry? I said, it's okay, we're six feet away. Oh, yes, yeah, we I are. guess so. I think we're six towns away, Duke. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, th- I think, Amy, you brought up a good point, which is, uh, honestly, I think the rock and roll connotation is also outdated. I think you're I think you're spot on with that. That's an outdated term. It truly is. What what what's outdated? I think the phrase the rock and roll. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is, is, is outdated. Yeah. It's is just simply outdated. And, yeah. and again, I think th- I, I do think there's going to be some subjectivity. There's going to be some subjective feelings that will come into this Duke. But I think what you can do is you can narrow this down a little bit more. Um, because again, <laughs> I don't know. It, it just seems like it's really, it, it seems as if it's as much as they say in here, the public opinion, 
uh, or popularity doesn't matter. I, I think it does. I think they prove that there are some artists that they finally put in because of pressure from the populace, which has pressured them to put them in. So you're saying one criteria doesn't matter, and, and then all of a sudden it appears that another does. So that's all. I, I, I just I think just Amy solved by... Amy solves the problem by renaming it the Music Hall of Fame. I think that's a great idea. It really yeah. should be though. Like all kidding aside. It's, listen, we we all the three of us we love 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 music, and there's no reason to be so specific with it by stating rock and roll hall of fame. Just call it music. Yeah. Right. Yep. There's all different genres of music, and I'm sending my I'm sending my letter in tonight. Do Change it. I'll the do name. The same. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. No, it's great. Well, I guess we can agree that uh, there's a little bit of a slippery slope with this Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But nonetheless, if you're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you are revered and you certainly um, have demonstrated something to get in there. They're just not putting people in who absolutely have no reason to be in there. But other than that, it it is certainly a slippery slope. But listen, good luck to all the inductees in May of this year. Yes. And uh, or I, I, I should say the, the nominees, good luck to them getting in. And it's going to it's a very good class. It's a great class they have this year. Very, very good class. A lot of people in there, a lot of groups that really should be in there. Well, my vote is Carol King for all of you listening. Who who votes? I'm curious. There's the, a parent. Go ahead, Ken. As far as I know, to be inducted, there's a there's a nominating committee of I think somewhere around 24, 25 people, they choose the 15 nominees and it goes out then, apparently ballots go to to what, I'm getting this from a news report, like 600 historians, members of the music industry, artists, wow. including all the all the living rock and roll uh, inductees. Oh. Now, um, apparently the fans can also vote, the fan vote, the fans vote online and the artist with the most fan votes apparently is, a, is awarded one additional vote in determining the inductees. So there you go. I so mean, it's you know. like, so it's like a delegate type of thing. Sort of. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know that. enough to say, but yeah, I don't know enough to say Duke, but I, I guess so. I, I mean, again, like I said, I think when you look at baseball uh, to use that as that, that probably is the one rock and that's probably the one hall of fame that I think, well, the football hall of fame is a lot of credibility, but that's the one hall of fame that I think has a lot of credibility. And again, if, if you have 3000 hits, and they either were off the wall or infield hits, they count. And you have to credit at some point, I think you've got to look. Like if, if the Duke Clement Trio uh, or Duke puts an album out and send, and sells 100 million records, whether you like it or not, you got to put him in there. He somehow did that. And even, even look at someone like The Knack that was such an overnight sensation. I'm not saying they belong in there, but you've got to recognize certain things that that, that people do that you can measure objectively. I just don't think it can be all subjective. No, I agree with you. It's, you know, uh, I got some information. I know like Wikipedia is not, you know, necessarily the most trusted source, but basically it said um, criteria include the influence and significance of the artist's contributions to the development and perpetuation of rock and roll. Okay. Now that's, stop for a second. Hold on. Stop for one second. Mm-hmm. If that's the case, Tina Turner not being in there. Tina Turner, forget her music, had such a big impact for during the civil rights movement and everything she did for music. So right then and there, you you lose credibility. 100% agree with you. You know, I'm going to 
I'm going to agree with you. And I'm also going to counter with a different perspective of any kind of coordinated um, award, a, a, you know, celebrating someone's talent is always, if I put, I am sure, absolutely sure that there are people working day and night, year, year round on this. And it's easy for me to say, you know, they need to change the name, you know, uh, while I totally. think it's why I think, you know, Music Hall of Fame truly is a better name. There are people behind the scenes who are probably busting their asses 365 days a year to make sure whoever wins the award wins it fair, wins it square. And um, is it and is something that they can actually be truly proud and honored to to have. Um, so I want to acknowledge that side of it because I'm sure that exists. Yeah, I'm sure it does too. I mean, people who are doing that, it's passion for them. But again, I would agree. I, Listen, it's it's not all bad. I mean, we we can agree it's not all bad. It's just that the problem is, is that they've gotten it right most of the time. But you know, if you think about again using sports as the analogy, if you're in Canton for football or you're in the Baseball Hall of Fame that's that's a big deal i mean mm -hmm. that that's not something that happens to every player so i don't think it's all bad i just think that when they have kicked the can so to speak they have kicked the garbage can <laughs> not a soda can yeah very good true so with so with that in mind that those are my those are my thoughts put huey in put him in and he I deserves to be Carolyn. in there and yep Duke? for me and how about you duke who do you say um Linus from Charlie Brown. No, no, uh, no, not not Linus. Uh, what's his name? Who always played the piano, the classical music? Um, Schro Schroeder? Was it Schroeder who played the piano? Don't know. Kind of lost so. on that one. I think so. Hmm. Put Schroeder in. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, you know what? Why don't you tell us what you think? What say you? What say you? <laughs> what say you? Put in your comments at the bottom. Please do so. Duke, it's that time again. We'll see you, folks. Peace.